0: You're listening to The Daily Drive with Josh Downs, Christmas edition, where each weekday during the month of December, I'll be sharing thoughts, principles, and insights to help you connect more with family and friends, to find the true meaning of Christmas, and to help you get more out of Christmas by focusing more on Christ. Good morning, everyone, and happy Friday. You're listening to The Daily Drive with Josh Downs, Christmas edition, or more Christ edition, where each weekday, I'll share a brief thought, principle, and story About Christmas and about Christ to help you get more out of your Christmas by focusing more on Christ. Today's episode is episode 225, The Symbols of Christmas. And before we get into the the thought today, just a quick update on the Christmas Card Project fundraiser. We are currently sitting at about $3,400, so we're getting close to our $5,000 goal. And again, the idea is to take as many Christmas cards with gift cards and just a a Christmas message of hope and, and love around to as many people as we are led to deliver them to. Anyone from convenience store workers to checkers in in grocery stores to just people out shopping, wherever we just feel inspired to deliver that card and wish somebody a Merry Christmas. And if you'd like to help with the effort, be a part of that, you can find the donation page on my Facebook page, Josh Downs, or uh, on its own page, The Christmas Card Project, or you can even Venmo me directly at joshua-downs. And again, we're looking for as many people as would like to be a part of this, either through donating or by helping the deliveries on Christmas Eve Day and just trying to make a difference in our communities. We have different groups all here within Utah as well as as several states outside of Utah, and we seem to be adding more areas almost daily. If you have any interest in spearheading the effort in your area, feel free to reach out and contact me, and we'll try to get you set up to do just that. And of course, a big thank you to all of those who have donated your donations will make a big difference in people's lives. I'll make sure of that. Today's message is going to be short and sweet and is what I'll simply refer to as the symbols of Christmas. And when you think of Christmas, think about what comes to mind for you. Is it lights, trees, Christmas treats, candy canes, Santa, ribbons, wrapping, packages, candles, gingerbread stars, stockings, or a hundred other things? The symbols of Christmas Bring a joy and excitement that permeate this time of year and that are seen and experienced almost everywhere we go. Symbols, in many ways, in fact, are the language of heaven. As someone once said, inspired art speaks in the language of eternity, teaching things to the heart that the eyes and ears can never understand. In an article written by Lynette Hadley about understanding scripture, she writes, Symbols are a vital tool in communication. In fact, all of our forms of communication are made up of symbols, figures, words, sounds, gestures, which of themselves have no meaning but stand for something that does have meaning. In fact, the Lord Himself, the Master Teacher, knew the value of symbols and used them to teach the most important truths of His gospel, including His mission as Savior. His parables, for example, illustrate how symbolism can be used effectively, And they also illustrate the fact that symbols are not always easily recognized or understood. Sometimes we assume that when Christ taught in parables, the symbolism He used was clearly understood, but the truth is, His disciples were often confused by His parables, asking later in private for an explanation. It was only after Christ identified each symbol and explained its significance that the disciples began to understand the richness of His teachings. He explained that He used parables both to clarify truth and also to keep it hidden. That is, to those who really desired to know it for the right reasons. The key to the symbol was given, and they understood truth more clearly. But to others, for various reasons, the meaning of the symbol escaped them, and they remained in darkness. One important key for our understanding of symbols is the Holy Ghost. If we are in tune with the Spirit, and if we understand how symbols work, the Spirit will enlighten our minds to see things we've never seen before. That is why the Lord often said, after giving one of His parables, He that hath ears to hear, let him hear. Now, I found this concept as it relates to symbols to be entirely true. Although we can see a symbol, it doesn't mean that we really see it. Although we understand what a symbol is, it doesn't mean we understand what it is meant to teach. We must learn to look beyond the symbol and identify what it is that it represents and what it is that is actually being taught. Now, one of the most important truths that we can come to learn and understand about symbolism is that as God teaches in scriptures, All things denote there is a God. And in even further clarification, he says, All things are created and made to bear record of Christ. In essence, God is saying in everything he has created and every symbol made, that they are all made for the purpose of pointing us to Christ, of testifying of him, of teaching about him. Why? Well, because he is the way, the truth, and the life, and that no one cometh unto the Father but by him. So as a loving Heavenly Father who desperately wants us to find the way back to Him, He's put Christ in everything. Everything He does, everything He says, and everything He's created. And it's up to us to see it and to learn from it. And I wonder sometimes how often we miss the symbolism in everything around us and how these things can teach us and remind us and point us towards Christ. I mean, how often do we see the Son and forget to be reminded of the symbol of Christ that is in it, that He is the light, and that His light gives life to everything. Have you ever had to go a while without seeing the sun, without feeling the sun? And do you remember how you felt, how gloomy you felt? Well, for those that go very long without the Son of God in their lives, without feeling His presence, life becomes very much the same. Or what about trees? How often do we pass by them without thinking of all that they can teach us about Christ? Here they are breathing in the poison of carbon dioxide that we breathe out, converting it and cleaning it to life-giving oxygen. In fact, each and every tree can be a symbol of Christ and the cross that He was nailed to, which was made from a tree, or of His agony in the Garden of Gethsemane, surrounded by trees, and how through His atoning sacrifice, surrounded by trees, and nailed to a tree, how He can now take the poison of sin that emanates from us and our lives and cleanse it, change it to life-giving oxygen for the soul through the process of forgiveness, ironically very similar to the process of photosynthesis. And I guess the question is, do you think that's a coincidence? Or possibly the exact symbolism that it was designed to be? And you know what, I found the same thing to be true of the symbols of Christmas. Do we stop long enough to let their messages and the things they testify to us of Christ sink in? Or do we just pass by them, enjoying them on the surface for what they are, but missing the much deeper significance that they contain? As an example, the star, one of the greatest symbols of Christmas, a constant reminder of both to look for and where to find Christ. Or how about candles and lights? I love the feeling of Christmas lights and candles, the the comfort and warmth that they provide. And with every light and with every candle, we can be reminded of who it is that is the greatest source of warmth and light. Again, trees with their evergreen color and decorated lights and usually a star or angel on top. They constantly point us in the direction that we are to look and become, in a lot of ways, the focal point of our homes during Christmas, maybe inviting us to make Christ the focal point of our homes and lives as well. And then there's poinsettias, those beautiful Christmas flowers that thrive during the winter, symbolic of new life, shaped like a star with the color of red, symbolic of the blood of Christ that He spilt for us, as well as in white, symbolic of the purity of his life and how he can help us to become pure. How about holly and holly berries? Because its red berries and prickly green leaves last all year round, holly is used as a Christmas decoration all over the world. The sharp edges of the holly leaf can remind us of the crown of thorns placed on the Savior's head, and the red holly berry can remind us again of his blood shed for all of us. Christians all over the world have long seen these symbols. In fact, in some Scandinavian languages, the word for holly is Christ's thorn. And how about Christmas wreaths? With their evergreen color and circular shape, as they adorn our doors, they can remind us too that moss or more Christ can be found in this home all throughout the year. Or how about bells, which for centuries have been used to announce the arrival of Christmas and be a reminder to each of us of the arrival of the birth of Christ And the night that angels sang and declared, glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace, goodwill toward men. And one of my personal favorites, and certainly one of my daughter's favorites, there's candy canes, which are a symbol of the shepherd's crook, referencing the good shepherd and the safety that can be found in his flock, and how we can find pasture in him. Or as some of my students once pointed out, if you turn it upside down, it becomes the letter J, (laughs) which I thought was pretty cool. And then there's stockings, right? There's a neat legend, actually, that stockings come from where a kind man gave what he had to help several poor children in need by putting a small piece of gold in each of their stockings, symbolizing the service that we always have the opportunity to give, as well as the unmet needs that can always be filled, just like with the stocking, which is the essence of living a life patterned after the master. And of course, what about gifts? What is Christmas without presents under the tree and the joy of opening them on Christmas Day? symbolic of the gifts the wise men laid at the feet of the Christ child, symbolic of the greatest gift that we've been given from God, the gift of His Son, and the hope of the gifts of love and peace we would each give each other as a result of God's gift to us. These are but a few of the Christmas symbols that can help us see Christ better in our homes and lives if we try to see Him and try to find Him in them. Many of us, however, miss the wonderful lessons that these symbols of Christmas can teach and unfortunately get to the end of Christmas without really seeing why Christmas began. As one man once said, there are many who struggle and climb and finally reach the top of the ladder only to find that it is leaning against the wrong wall. I hope your Christmas this Christmas is leaning against what Christmas is all about, that when you get to the end of your Christmas ladder this year, you'll see that you are leaning against the right wall, And love where you're at and the feelings and experiences that you've had this Christmas. Experiences and feelings that will better carry you through the year because you want to carry them. Now, one last thought. If all things are created and made to bear record of Christ and thus fulfill their purpose when they do, then doesn't that apply to us also? Whom God has created? I absolutely believe that it does. In fact, I believe that your life and my life is the greatest symbol of Christ that there is and that there can be. President Gordon B. Hinckley, a leader of my faith, once said, As his followers, we cannot do a mean or shoddy or ungracious thing without tarnishing his image, nor can we do a good and a gracious and generous act without burnishing more brightly the symbol of him whose name we have taken upon ourselves. And so it's our lives that must become a meaningful expression, the symbol of our declaration of our testimony of the living Christ. As Christ taught, let your light so shine before men that they may see your good works and glorify your Father in heaven, or that they may see you and find Him. Which is why I chose the symbol of our fundraiser as the Christmas star with the invitation to be the star and help others find God because they found you, to help others see God because they have seen you, to help others who don't know Christ want to know Him because they know you. And so that's my invitation for you today, to simply be the best symbol of Christmas or more Christ that you can be this Christmas. In all of your interactions with friends, with family, within your neighborhood and community, and even with strangers, you will best fulfill the measure of your creation as you live your life in a way that testifies of Christ and points others towards Him. Now for my Christmas activity that I would suggest i do this with my students back when I was teaching. I'd teach them this principle about how all things have been created and made to bear record of Christ. And then I'd simply send them outside to just enjoy nature for 10 to 15 minutes and write down as many things as they can think of and how they can teach us something about Christ or testify of Him. It was so fun to have them come back into class and share what they had observed, thought of, and, and how they thought it testified of Christ. And you can have a similar fun experience doing the same thing during Christmas. As you go out looking at lights one night or have a Christmas craft night where you make decorations, ornaments, or any other kind of Christmas craft. Of course, having fun doing the Christmas activity and making the crafts together. But then invite them to think about all the different symbols of Christmas, symbols that they've seen or spent time making, and invite them to think about how any of these symbols can teach us about Christ and then reminding them of the greatest symbol that there can be of Him. And that's us. And the way that we live our lives. Now thanks as always for listening today everyone. I hope that you enjoy all the different sights and sounds and symbols of Christmas this weekend. But as you do, I hope that you take time to think of what it is that all these lights and wreaths and trees and candles and candy canes and Santas represent. And what they can teach us about what Christmas is all about. Because the more that we see the symbols of Christmas for what they are, the more Christ we will see in Christmas. Have a great weekend, everyone. Until next time, I'm Josh Downs, and you're listening to the Christmas edition of The Daily Drive.